the kind of responsibility that the developed world is uh, expected to share do you think that's happening or it's still a long way to go uh unfortunately not enough uh, uh, the financing as i said the financing techni uh, technological support and the capacity building that is required is still not happening in in the in at the level and the urgency that is required but recently we have seen many countries have doubled their uh, contributions to the green climate fund the gcf right. uh, uh, for the replenishment of that fund uh, which is required to be at 100 billion starting next year right. so uh, that's still a big gap there where it hasn't happened but then again as i said the various uh, initiatives and and milestones the uh, the climate summit and then uh, the cop this year and uh, next year's enhancement of ndcs all of those will be calling uh, everyone to start taking this thing very uh, taking the actions very very seriously so this 100 billion target is set for which year? Is that 2020? Starting 2020, yes. Okay. And where are we at this point? At this point, the GCF, I think it's uh, not there. I think maybe about uh, 10 to 20% of that uh, level. But they, they, as I said, many countries have doubled their mm -hmm. allocations. Uh, so we'll be closely monitoring that. So from the Global uh, Climate Action Summit that just happened, do we see any, uh, you know, resurgence in that area? Yes, there were actually uh, many countries. I think uh, I don't have the exact uh, uh, details with me, but France uh, was at the forefront of it and Qatar and a few other countries. They really stepped up and uh, doubled and uh, promised and c committed, you know, significant pledges to the GCF. Okay, great. So uh, that brings me to the next question. You would have seen that gradually the younger generation is becoming more and more aware. And with the movement that Greta Thunberg has started, it seems like uh, this is the high time they are demanding for what they deserve. And I mean, our generation as well as the elder generation, whatever harm we have done, it is time for us to take responsibility and be answerable to those questions. However, uh, do you think that approach of activism is that right? I mean, or it could be done a bit differently. What's your take on that? I personally believe I think uh, every action, every uh, person in uh, in the world has a role to play. So, mm -hmm. and the younger generation has particularly uh, woken up the rest of the world to the emergency, to the importance of addressing climate change, and that is because it's their it's their future that which matters. I mean, we and in, in my generation, you're still very young, but we have uh, lived and uh, we need to uh, hand over a an environment which is much more responsible, greener and decarbonized to the future generations. And that's what we are working towards. So what uh, has happened uh, with Greta Thunberg, who started this and many other youth around the world who have joined that is absolutely uh, Credible and, and incredible in terms of its impact. And it has, I think, uh, served its purpose or beyond uh, in raising the awareness in, in, in many uh, circles and, uh, and given a boost to the governmental or intergovernmental process to take action. Therefore, the Secretary General, he was very clear in his statement at the SG Summit 
uh, where, where he said, you cannot negotiate with nature. And it's the younger generation who are calling us to take action. We cannot ignore. We need to respond. So again, as I said, I repeat, we have a huge moral and uh, ethical responsibility to take this to take this call very, very seriously, which I do, which we do in our secretary. So when it comes to the policies and initiatives and collaboration at the governmental level, I'm sure that United Nations is well equipped and doing its part. But when it comes to individual behavioral change, what kind of uh, initiatives are we trying to drive? Look, there are many uh, initiatives and that is happening and wherever I have been in different fora, I uh, make it a point to reach out to the civil society, to the younger generation, to the youth in particular, and there are absolutely amazing, innovative uh, initiatives that are out there uh, uh, which need to be enhanced and scaled up. So there is, there is no short of ideas and enthusiasm. So we in the United Nations climate change process, we have a global climate action program. Right. And we uh, call for these kind of uh, innovative actions and go through a process of awarding those which meet the highest standards and highest uh, uh, test of uh, action and results and output. So that is happening and we're doing more of those. You would see very recently in our website, we announced the winners of the Momentum for Change uh, action that uh, we uh, organize and run and those are uh, you you will see and those include from food the way we consume food the way we the choice of food uh, uh, we make it every day uh, uh, the habits the transportation habits how we you know uh, commute travel by air sea and uh, other means of transport and infrastructure is extremely important and at the bottom, at the uh, basic level, we need to move away from coal, fossil fuel, uh, gas, uh, those kind of um, damaging substances that are creating this, and to very importantly to also start disinvesting in coal and coal-fired uh, plants and, and stopping subsidies to those fossil fuel industries. So those are the very concrete, very measurable actions that we can all take in our own individual right. uh, level. So those, those are the, some of the uh, more concrete areas that I can think of. So is there any steady roadmap that you would like to discuss, which has been uh, adopted by UNFCCC? Well, the roadmap, as I said, well, it started with Paris Agreement is the major turning point, and then the rule book last year and yeah. then now the process of enhancing those NDCs, the nationally determined contributions. And we have some fantastic opportunities to, uh, to enhance that and to uh, remind everyone and to take stock of where we are. Uh, one recently was the Climate Action Summit, uh, December in COP, and next year the COP would be in the UK. And they are also showing uh, tremendous sort of capacity and vision in addressing uh, this existential threat. And, and in, in the midst of all that, we are seeing many countries in the region, the European Union, uh, Costa Rica, Bhutan, and many of those countries who are leading by example. Right. Uh, they are implementing very robust, very uh, strong measures to uh, address the uh, threats at the one, on the one hand, reducing the 
the uh, emissions and then uh, reversing some of the trends that would uh, lead us to a uh, carbon neutral world. But uh, all of that still, you know, uh, those are good parts uh, that we need, we need to track and follow, but uh, there is a lot more that needs to be done and that's what, which concerns me at, at times and uh, right. it keeps us going though. So uh, I'm sure that you are aware of the world of uh, entrepreneurship where so many startups are coming up, especially if I tell you the tale of India, uh, even in the realm of sustainability, the problems around water, energy, waste, transportation for everything we have, uh, you know, uh, so many startups coming up with new innovative solutions. So at this uh, world forum where we have so many, uh, you know, accomplished leaders like you who are driving this change, how would we want to be inclusive in taking the startup ecosystem in solving the climate crisis? Well, from our perspective in the climate change process and the organization that I belong to, uh, what I would recommend is that you, uh, all those innovators and uh, startups who are doing many incredible and innovative things to look at our process, become observers to the organizer, to the process, and showcase your products, your ideas at the COP and at the other uh, fora that we conduct and organize throughout the year in many different ways. So that is definitely one platform. And then in get, get engaged with our Global Climate Action Program, in yeah. which you have the Action for Climate Empowerment, uh, the Momentum for Change, and many other initiatives like that. So there are definitely many, many possibilities and the action by the civil society is extremely important and they play an extremely important role at all the COPs. Uh, and we are, as we speak, we are working with the Chilean government to ensure that that uh, constituency, which is an extremely important constituency. In our constituency, you have the member states, the parties, but then you have the civil society, the private sector and the individuals. Right. So all those constituencies are extremely important and there is space for each one of those in our process. So do look, at, uh, look us up and uh, you will find a lot of useful information on our website and uh, we'll welcome any engagement that uh, we can help with. And, and just to wrap up, wrap that up, I mean, the, when you talk about startups and innovations and I would uh, use your own example of Buzz on Earth, what you have done what you have created. So that is a very good example. So and what we are doing here talking about uh, how we can address and amplify that uh, messaging. Uh, so there are de definitely many, many avenues such as this. Thank you. And that was a encouraging remark. Uh, so thank you, Mr. Sarmat. It was really a pleasure talking to you and thank you for such articulate answers and uh, all the information that you shared with us. Thank you very much, Gayatri, and I wish you all the very best. Keep up your good work.